all right all right all right all right this is episode 252 of the person frame rate show i am via baller and today we got a lot on deck um we're gonna be talking more atlanta falcons we're gonna be talking definitely gonna be talking about the georgia southern eagles i'm very excited uh for the georgia southern eagles as you can see my attire um before i get into anything i'm gonna let you guys know this is not a paid advertisement but the guys at Southern Exchange, excellent place. If you want to get any Georgia Southern gear, go to that place. Like I said, it's not a paid advertisement, but I I frequently order stuff from them. And I need to take a visit down there to the store because I got a, a lot of punches to get $10 off of, 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 I, of my next purchase. I got a handful of them. need to go down there and take advantage of the next time I'm in Statesboro, but yeah this is where i got the hat from i got some other stuff for my son my wife i even got the ugly sweater excellent excellent place to go i mean i i really really uh i absolutely you know uh recommend going there if you're a georgia southern fan great a great georgia southern apparel great place not a paid advertisement i'm just letting you guys know it's a good place to go i wish i would get a paid advertisement on something maybe one day but nevertheless over here, we talk about Georgia Southern football. We talk about Atlanta Falcons football. This is a basically a show slash podcast where I talk about things throughout the week. I do do I do also do daily videos where uh, I talk about the same type of stuff. And um, so, but this is going to be in podcast form. You can listen to this show on iTunes. Um, you can listen on Spotify. You can also listen to it on Anchor or podcast addict any of those avenues that you listen to podcasts either on your apple or android device easy the way to find it you can uh just type in first and frame rates i should pop right on up or i think you can even put in vf baller and it'll pop right on up um either way um i really appreciate the support thank you guys for all the support that's been just been handed out lately you guys are amazing as far as watching the content on YouTube, where this podcast will always be on YouTube. If you are watching on YouTube, this will be in video format. Um, and just, you know, just spreading the, the the message of what I'm doing over here and what I want to do as far as putting awareness to the football, my two favorite football teams here in the state of Georgia. Uh, so uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so, so much. Also, I do have a Patreon if you want to see how that uh, how that looks as far as extra content. That's going to be going through another revamp. I know I said this a few weeks ago, but the beginning of the year and other obligations that are or other opportunities that has arrived, I may have to revamp that once again. So there haven't been any daily uh, mini episodes over there because there's a lot of things I'm going to have to do starting the beginning of the year. I will be talking about that later on uh this month closer to the new year but uh nevertheless the two topics today two topics today coach clay helton staff hires what who he's hired and aggressive recruiting that he's doing it is amazing to see how things are turning around in georgia southern in quick fashion soon as the season was over everybody was waiting to see what's going to happen Gave it about a week or so, gave it a few days or so, and you start seeing things change. So I'm going to talk about that. Also, I'm going to talk about Arthur Smith, um, with him, the coach of the Atlanta Falcons. I've been hearing rumblings in, in the fan base and even in some 
areas of the low level media and i think you know low level media i I mean i think i'm high level i think the other guys are high level that do this type of content on youtube as well but when i say low level media i'm talking about as far as national stage or just the reach that the the other that we have because we want to have that big reach of the espns and the fox sports but we have our own circle we do we are capable of reaching everywhere because these this content goes all over the world but we're still low level as of right now. It's not going to be long, but we we are pushing to to break through that ceiling. Nevertheless, there's been rumblings for people saying that Coach Arthur Smith may be a one and done, or they want him to be a one and done. They think they need to blow this whole thing up and start over. Um, I'm going to give you my thoughts about that as well. And as a matter of fact, I'm probably going to start off with that because it, it's not much to really elaborate on that. But I would just say this. Coach Smith is, I think Coach Smith is a little bit older than I am. I mean, I'll be, you know what, you know, I'll be 39 in a few days, basically. You know, my birthday is December 14th, so my birthday is coming up within the next week. Coach Smith has was born in March of 82. I was born in December 82. So he's literally, uh, he's a very young coach, very young, has a lot of experience, but he's a very young coach. And this is his first year as the Falcons coach. And right now we are right behind. Uh, basically, we're a game behind being in the playoffs. And uh, with that being said, that is, I, I don't see a problem with his job performance. I know some people give it a C or a D, and I understand it. I'm not really going to give him a letter grade until the end of the year. But as of right now, I don't see why would you get rid of him and want to start over with the hand that he was dealt. Yeah, I know some people say, oh, Will sold a bad, a bad bill of goods. He came in talking all this stuff about what he want to do and how he's going to change things and the aggressiveness of how, you know, he's going to be able to turn this team around. Um he has turned his team around. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's turned his team around if you I mean if you don't, you know, know it or not, but uh I, I just don't understand it. It's like he's at five and seven right now. He's one game out of the play. He's literally he's literally a half a game out of the playoffs right now. If you look at the wild card race, it's a seventeen yeah, he's literally well, he's 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 literally a game out of the playoff picture. If Atlanta goes on a four I think they got five games left. They go if, if they win maybe four out of the last five games, they're they're in. I, I believe that they're probably in because they're gonna have the head to head against San Francisco. Um, I think they got another head to head against Carolina, so that's really significant. So I think he's done an okay job overall. Um, I I made a video on my YouTube channel not too long ago asking was this a you know a improvement or a disappointment. And I've been going back and forth with that because it is kind of disappointing when you see some games that are lost the way they're lost, but it's an improvement because he's basically dealing with a lot of players. I mean, almost what, 85, 95% of the guys who was here last year. And he's already won more games in less amount of time. So I, I think there's, there's improvement easily there. And, uh, I, I don't see why not just keep him on for, you know, for another year at least. I mean, um, year two is going to be really telling on how this team plays out. 
because you're gonna have more. You're gonna be able to, you know, uh, get rid of more people that he doesn't want. He's gonna add more people that he can bring that he'll be able to bring in. I think the salary cap is gonna be a little bit higher. So with that being said, he should be able to be. Uh, he should be able to to establish himself more as the the coach that he is and have his vision and his fingerprints more on the team. So I don't think he's one and then I done. I don't I don't subscribe to that at all. Actually I believe that, you know, you should give him at least uh personally I, I think you should give him at least four years. Especially if you're going to continue the route that you're going. You won five games with a depleted roster, no wide receiver number one. Your defense is not where you want it to be. The running game is not where you want it to be. You still it's still a work in progress on the offensive line. Um, the front seven has shown uh, they they've shown uh spurts of greatness. To be honest with you, they've they've done very well at getting at the quarterback. Maybe fifty percent of the time. I mean, fifty percent, maybe sixty percent of the time. The front seven looks like some world beaters, and then you got the other thirty to forty percent where like they can't even stop the run, and and that's the type of stuff that needs to be uh. That, that that needs to be worked on. It needs to be. So um, the only way that's going to be worked on if he continues to do what he does. And um, he's going to have to continue to evaluate talent. He's going to have to continue to bring his people in. And uh, after one year, not even one year, after 12 games, I don't see where you say, oh, um, let's just go ahead and find somebody else. I mean, who else are you going to find? I mean, even when, uh, you know, Dan Quinn was fired, nobody really knew what type of coach that should have came in. Nobody really had any answers to what type of coach that should have came here. Everybody was just saying, okay, we just need somebody who can help win games. And then, you know, people are already talking about, or they've been talking about the Matt Ryan situation. I'm not even going to go down that road because that that's a whole other can of worms I'm not going to get into, whether if we should keep Matt Ryan, get rid of Matt Ryan, or whatever the case may be. I, I I personally don't have a problem with with him being on the team, neither here or there. I just know that we're probably stuck with him because of salary cap situation. And I'm going to ask the question about, just like I said about Arthur Smith, who do you bring in if Matt Ryan is not going to be here? I mean, nobody, it's like you want, people want to make the moves, but nobody really knows what they want if they make the moves. Okay, what's the solution? Who's going to be here if you're going to get rid of this person? Who's going to be here if you get rid of Arthur Smith? Who's who's going to be here and place him at Ryan? Like, I, I just don't know. I'm not saying that, you know, keep Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's the guy. I'm not going to say that because I just don't know. I, you know, I just don't know what's going to happen in the next three or four years. But I will say, it, definitely for the coach, I think you should keep the coach at least another two to three years. I, I'm serious. I think that by... I think if you got five wins this year, you're probably – well, i say by the end of this year, you're probably going to end up getting seven wins. So you're probably going to go seven and ten. Now, that's realistically. You probably end up going seven and ten. Next year, you'll probably build off that. So that's a four-win jump to a seven-win jump. So next year after that, you could probably from a seven-win jump to a ten-win jump. You know, that, I mean, I'm just looking at it like that, and I don't see where um, – I, I, I don't see how that's not possible. So – with that being said, let's just let him do what he does. Just let him do what he do. It's not. It's still a work in progress. It's only twelve games in. You you can't get rid of people too fast like that. So as far as him being one and done, no, I don't think so. And um, I'm actually I actually like the job that he's done overall. It's just that I'm I'm just more disappointed when I look at things that like, man, what is going on? Why are we losing these games? We are in good position to do so. I just think he needs to learn. 
I feel like he needs to learn how to coach a little bit better. And I'm not and, and, and me, I'm just looking at it from a sideline. So I'm not an expert, but it just seemed like you don't you don't see where certain adjustments are made or the adjustments that are made are not really the adjustments to to close the door on a game. And it's not like the the we're blowing leads like in the past. It's just like, man, you, you, you got the opportunity right here. Let's get aggressive. And I don't see us getting as aggressive as we should at times. Maybe it's a little bit of being a little timid. I don't know. But I, I just think that all that stuff will work out. Like I said, this is his first year on the job. He's he's learning. I mean, even though he's you know been around for a while, but as head coach, you can tell it's a totally different beast. So we'll, we'll, we'll continue to evaluate as that goes. Five games left. Um, if they win four out of the next five, I feel that they're in the playoffs. Yeah, but realistically, I think they're going to probably win two out of the next five, um, maybe three and three. But we'll see. And uh, we'll, we'll continue to talk about that um, as it goes. Um, now, something that you guys were waiting for, something you guys were waiting for, let's get into the Georgia Southern football team. This coaching staff higher oh man it is uh man i i I can't tell you how i can't tell you guys how um excited i am i i just don't know you know what i nah uh, uh, nah i'm I'm not gonna put on the shades i'm not if, if you know me from back if you knew me from last year i used to wear the shades all the time this is one of the situations where I want to, you know, I'm going to save the shades for signing day. I'm going to save the shades for signing day. If you're watching me on YouTube, I got these aviator shades. Man, I used to wear these last year. Um, I used to look, I, I thought I looked really cool. But uh, if you know me from back then, um, when I was doing the same thing, when I talked about George Southern recruiting last year, I was big on the uh, on the shades. But I'm going to get back to that. I'm going to get back to that. I'm not going to do that right now. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be too hyped right now. But let's talk about these coaching hires. Let's talk about this. Uh, let's talk about the the aggressive uh, recruiting tactics Coach Helton is doing. Phenomenal job what he's doing. First and foremost, after the um, after the coaching change, oh well, the regime actually changed. Though we already knew that Coach Whitley was going to stay on staff. Coach Whitley staying on staff that is that was amazing. I love the fact that he's there. Cornerbacks coach I already talked about what he can do in a previous video. As far as being a cornerbacks coach, all the great guys who've came through from, um, you know, like I said, I'll, I'll repeat them again from Vildor to Marquavian Brinson, you know, Kendall Vildor, Marquavian Brinson, Kendrick Dunch, Duncan, Jesse Liptrot, um, uh, Donald Rutledge, uh, uh, you know, um, you know, like we still got the Derek Canteen still here, Tyler Bryant. I even forgot one person. I I I, I hate the fact that I forgot Sean Freeman was is another one. Um, oh goodness, what was the kid name that played for the Jaguars? Oh man, God, I forgot him. But yeah, um, another uh, another good defensive back that ended up moving on to the NFL. Uh, man, I, if I remember that name, I'm gonna uh, I, I'll put it up here in the uh in the pin column or the comment section or even you guys would know who he is uh i just forgot his name uh completely um end up going undrafted end up going to the jacksonville jaguars um as a undrafted free agent defensive back i mean we he has been putting guys in the nfl for a long time so it's good to see 
that um that he's doing big things back at his the position that he's in. Now, we also know that Ryan Applin, former court, uh, former uh, uh Arkansas State assistant, also played quarterback at Arkansas State. He is now going to be the tight end coach. Um he's going to be the tight end coach. I think he's going to be a passing game coordinator or something like that or he's going to be assistant with the passing game. Uh great hire right there because he has a pretty good mind to actually be offensive coordinator at some day. So that that is a really good look. As far as the offensive coordinator, we get Brian Ellis. We also get the running backs coach, um, Ephraim Reed from Michigan State. Phenomenal pickup right there on both areas. Brian Ellis was the offensive coordinator at Washington, um, not Washington, but Western Kentucky. And the running backs coach, Ephraim Reed, he was an offensive analysis at um, Michigan State. So those guys, great offensive minds, and it just goes right along with Coach L, um, Coach Helton because Coach Helton and Brian Ellis were together at USC. Speaking of USC, strength and conditioning coach, we finally got one, and that's going to be uh, Coach Robert Steiner, strength and conditioning coach from uh, USC, bringing him in for the uh for the job and um he has a pretty good resume as well he has been to places like lsu mississippi state cincinnati notre dame and usc those are the five places that, i mean look you look at all those places right there i mean cincinnati i mean, I mean cincinnati what, what can you say about cincinnati hopefully they will bust up this um college football playoff you know that's a whole another story for another day but great he's been in cincinnati he's been in notre dame he's been in lsu mississippi state um, he was the director of football, sports, and performance in uh, at USC, and, and he was serving. Uh, before then, he was the uh, assistant director of football, strength, and conditioning. And this is one thing, and you know, I'm not going to put their name out there, but I really was. Um, I didn't really think about this, but somebody came to me and asked me, like, who's the strength and conditioning coach, and why these boys aren't beefed up? And I didn't never think about it until. Um, it was told to me, and I looked back, I was like, yeah, some of these boys are looking kind of small out there, and there's a lot of injuries on the team. I never put two and two together. But I think Robert Stein is going to change that. Nothing against the strength and conditioning coach that was here before. I can't even remember his name. I do apologize. But I think Robert Steiner is going to change the – you talking about framing the culture? He is going to frame the culture it, it went straight to conditioning to start out with. So he's going to, you know, all these guys that we're pulling in from Power 5 schools. You know, Robert, first of all, Clay Helton is from a Power 5 school. So you pull, you know, Steiner, you pull uh, F.M. Reed. You, you, you're you getting guys down. I mean, not even the the, uh, the the director of player personnel from Auburn. You're pulling guys down here. And, I, you know, I even forgot about him. You, you're pulling guys down here that are ready to go off the drip right ryan, ryan smith he's the general manager of southern uh, george southern football you got guys that are ready to go these are not guys that are going to be learning on the job training these are guys that have already been established from the kevin whitley's all the way down to the robert steiners these guys all of these guys know what they're doing yeah and Ryan Applin is a group of five guy. Brian Ellis is a group of five guy. But Brian Ellis has coached, um, was officer coordinator at USC. You know, so um, we have a lot of experience here. And I think that when you talk about changing the mindset 
of Georgia Southern. I'm going to tell you right now, the option is probably going to be ran a little bit, but I'm looking at the way this thing is setting up. It's gone. It's officially it's officially going to be gone. No more days of under center triple option, no dive option. We're going to be very aggressive at what we do on the field offensively. One thing I don't like right now, we do not have and we do not know who the defensive coordinator is going to be. This only leads me to believe, and I don't know, and I, you know, I'm not really sure. Maybe by the time of this recording, by the time you hear this, you will probably have a defensive coordinator. But right now, we don't know. But this leads me to believe that we may get a defensive coordinator that's on the staff of one of these four teams left in the playoffs. Or, you know, I'll I back up. Maybe they're one of these teams that's, that's actually doing a bowl game right now and probably going to wait till after that bowl game is over. Now, me personally, I would like for it to be some one of these teams that's on that's one of the last four left in the playoffs. I would love that, but um, that, that I think that I think I set that bar a little bit too high because there are other teams that are playing bowl games late on this year and into next year that they probably don't want to tamper with that particular team right now, kind of like the NFLs type thing. So we may not get that information, um, but. We never know. We may get, you know, that information by the end of the week. I'll be here to talk about it once it comes through. I'll, I'll have it up on my YouTube channel, and I'll definitely probably be talking about it on the next episode of this show. So um, that's basically where we're at right now. We don't have a de- defensive coordinator. Um, as far as recruiting go, man, um, before I close, uh, man, I don't even know where to start with the recruiting, but Coach Helton is already – been trying to get every anybody and everybody who wants to play for Georgia Southern come play for Georgia Southern. Now we already got some great guys here. We already got some great guys here, like the Najee Thompsons, the Tyler Brides. Um, you got the Cam Ransoms, Connor Kaliski, Sigelski. Uh, man, I keep messing that up. Sigelski. Um, the two running backs we still got. Um, with Joe Green and uh, Jalen White. We still got those guys. Um, Durbin Burgess at receiver. We still got Amari Jones t- talking about returning. We we got, we have some pieces here already that would do great under Coach Helton. I believe personally, I believe that I totally believe. But when you look at what Coach Helton's doing, he's trying to pull kids that's already committed. Guys, that you, there's a, a group of a couple of brothers that decide to go to Western Kentucky from Georgia, trying to pull them down here back to, to come back home, and you know. That is very exciting to see when you're talking about um, brothers or a family that want to see their children play. They don't have to go across the country to go see their child play or watch their their, their, their young boys play. If they're right up the road in Statesboro because they're from South Georgia, it, it makes it all a while. Get the opportunity for these guys to play together. Um, we already got a couple of defensive Talking about defensive backs and defensive back coach, Coach Whitley, Man, did you see the guys that we're getting right now? The Ashton Whitners, Mark Stampley. That's the guy I wanted to talk about in my last video when I was driving home from work. Mark Stampley, player, um, two, I think he's 2-5A, player of the year. I mean, we're getting these kind of players coming to Georgia Southern in our secondary. And you already know how bad our secondary was. Our secondary just was not where it needed to be. But now we're starting to get established bringing guys in that's going to be ready to go. I believe these guys are going to be ready to go, and I think Coach Helton is going to get these guys on the field if they're ready to go. There's, you know, One thing that kind of handcuffed us last year was the fact that we 
prioritize seniority over talent. This is why when you saw the young guys come in and play, they played so fast and furious and they were ready to go. And they were actually successful moving the ball down the field. They was actually successful um, showing some progress. But then again, we were prioritizing uh, seniority. And I get it. You know, I get it. But I think those things are out of the window. I don't think we have to worry about that. I think some of these young guys are going to come and play. Some of these guys are transferring in. They're going to be coming. They're going to be ready to play. And I think this is one of the reasons why I think not only that we're going to be able to compete in the East with what we have, I think with this coaching staff and this aggressive recruiting, we're going to be able to compete for a Sun Belt title. I, I firmly believe that. What Coach Helton is doing is nothing short of amazing. And he's already saying, hey, look, from you know Thursday to Sunday, he's going back on the road. Because Sunday is next week. He's going back on the road to try to get get as many players who want to commit right now. You know, and I mean, you just look at what, what's going on here. And I, I mean, I'm just going to name a few game, a few players that has all that have already um that's already committed so far for 2022. And I want to try to get some of these guys. Um Okay, these are the hard commits really quick. I want to just run through there by the names. Ashton Whitner from Greenville, South Carolina. Pecan, I think it went Pachon Wembley, um, inside offensive lineman um, from Noonan, Georgia. Shout out to Noonan. I got family in Noonan. I need to go see them next time I visit. Griffin, Georgia. Jacob Hammonds, linebacker. That's committed. Nate Lewis from Hazelhurst, Georgia. Chandler Strong from Warner Robins from Houston County, not Houston for some of you people. Some people say that wrong. That's not from Georgia. It's Houston County. Um, Mark Stampley, like I said, from Stars Mill, Fayetteville, Georgia. Man, this kid right here looks so special. You need to look at the tape on this guy. Um, another safety, Z- um, Zaire Thornton, another one from Alpharetta, from Milton. Dalen Cobb is an athlete from Washington Wilkes, Washington, Georgia. I, this kid is a, to me. He reminds me of another um, Amari Jones or a Derwin Burgess. He looks like he do a little bit of everything. Um, MJ Stroud, edge rusher out of Alcove, Covington, Georgia. Treston Jordan, Denmark from Alpharetta, Georgia. Kevin Speed, Cairo, Georgia. This kid right here, like he could play quarterback or defensive back. He's an athlete. Looks really, really good. Um, K. Um, I'm sorry, Kai Teo from Columbia, South Carolina, Spring Valley. Wow, he's from Spring Valley. It's not too far from my neck of the woods. I live up here in South Carolina. That's 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 interesting. Um, and Deshaun Davis from Cornelius, North Carolina. We pulled somebody from North Carolina. That's really interesting that we got him defensive lineman, the six two two sixty eight. Um, and uh, one transfer we got was Christian Varner. He is coming here to play. Um, edge rush as well immediate eligibility he's going to be playing with his former teammate um uh not Kavon Glenn Kavon Glenn is uh oh goodness I can't remember his name Kavon Glenn is from Florida State the other uh guy that transferred last year from North Carolina is going to be uh playing with his former teammate so that's pretty cool to see that he's going to be uh, playing with us as well so that i i just can't wait to see all of this take place um and i mean it's just coach helton is just on a roll right now trying to pull as many players as he can and um get these guys here to ready to play ready to do big things uh and um compete 
for not only Sunbelt, but we're going to be trying to get some real big bowl wins as well. So, um, Kadri Jackson, that's who it is. Kadri Jackson is the former teammate of Christian Barner. So, those guys are going to be playing together once again at Georgia Southern. Uh, so, um, like I said, I love what I see here. I love what's going on here. Um, what Coach Helton is doing in Georgia, at Georgia Southern is definitely changing um, the identity of Georgia Southern changing what we can do over here we're going to be looking at teams like a coastal carolina we're going to be looking at definitely looking at teams like appalachian state we're going to be looking at teams like uh um like georgia state uh you look on the other side like louisiana and the guys who are coming in the james madisons the marshalls the old dominions the southern miss we're going to be looking at these guys like you know what we're going to be modernizing our offense. We're going to be being more aggressive on defense. We're going to bring these guys in here that's going to be able to to do some things, and we're definitely going to be punching you guys in the mouth just like you think you can do to us. So this is the type of stuff that I can't wait to see. You know, we already got some great guys that are already here. You turn that around and add these new pieces. You change how things are going to be when it comes to uh, the offense. I think we got a recipe for some great for greatness here. I think some of these kids are going to end up being great. Some of, you know, the coach staff is going to be looking great. We're going to be in a really good position to be successful. And um I I saw this coming once uh coach Helton was around, was coming in, and I was like, "Wait a minute. Like we may have something here." And you know, I know it's still early, but when you look at the writing on the wall, what I see is nothing but situations where we can get better better and better and hopefully that plays out this way because um even with some of the kids we got now you know i mean i'm looking at like 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 i said we, we still got guys like sam kennerson you know what i mean i just talked about Durban Burke. we still got miles L. williams you know he you know got you know we got guys like that that are really able to do some big things you know quinn williams I mean, he had a phenomenal season this year. You know, um, you also talk about, um, oh, God, what's his name? I'm, I'm going to let you know his name right now. I just did a spotlight on him. Uh, Eldrick Robinson, the second freshman. You know, I just went back. You know, they talk about seniority over, you know, talent. I mean, Eldrick Robinson is the epitome of next man up. I mean, next man up. He, I mean, he did it with all the guys like Bradley Glenn, you know, when he went down, Trent Edwards went down, you know, he came in and stepped in and did big, he did big things. So, you know, now, now think about it with these guys getting a year under their belt and you got more guys coming in ready to play and not saying that, I mean, what, what are we talking about here? We, we're talking, I, I, I can envision a turnaround really quick. I don't see, I don't see where that's going to be, you know, where that's, that can't be possible. You know, so I'm I'm really, really uh excited. Hopefully you guys are excited as well. Um I've ran over the twenty well twenty five thirty minute mark that I normally do these episodes, but it's all because I'm excited. This is a really good time. I cannot wait to next week when we do the signing day, because I will definitely be here for that. I'll be here for the signing day and uh we'll be talking about that. I may do that live. I may do that live. So we'll talk about that uh, once we get to that point. 
Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I thank you guys enough. Shout out once again, always, you know, the gear that I purchased from Southern Exchange is not an ad, but if you want Georgia Southern gear, I highly recommend going to those guys. They make very, very good, very, very, very good um, Georgia Southern apparel, as you can see. I mean, look, I mean, the sweater, the hat. I mean, how could you not like the hat? The hat is this is what it is right now. You know, I got some other clothes. I got some other apparel that I'm gonna be sporting down the road as well. So, man, I, I'm gonna have to buy some more stuff from you guys, man. I just have to. Um, so that's pretty much the close of this podcast. I really appreciate it if you made it this far. Thank you so much. Don't forget to give this podcast a five star rating if you don't mind. Give it a five star rating. Hit the like button on the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. And thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Check out all the other content I have, not only over here, but on my gaming channel. I do a gaming ch- uh, uh, channel as well, as you can see behind me if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of game and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I got a lot of game and stuff. So I will see you guys on the next one. Thank you guys for the support. You guys are amazing. I really, really appreciate it. You guys take care. You guys be blessed. And peace. Peace.